Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe. And I'm Roger Berman. And you're listening to Works, works for, for Us, where we talk to people about what works for them in their relationships and, of course, what doesn't. Okay, so today's guests actually have quite a lot in common with Roger and I. As the co-founders of the very inclusive bra and underwear company, Third Love, Heidi Zach and David Spector know the challenges and rewards that come with sharing both a life and a business. The innovative husband and wife team left their jobs in 2012 after Zach became passionate about offering women a better bra one that fit perfectly, was comfortable, and made her feel confident. Now, they've combined their skill sets to create the third largest online bra and underwear company in America. Holy crap. Third Love has donated over $40 million worth of product to women in need. Way to go. And its success has led to Heidi David being named the EY, I think that used to be Ernst & Young, Entrepreneurs of the Year. Goldman Sachs 100 Most Intriguing Entrepreneurs and National Retail Federation's Disruptors. Wow, quite an impressive resume. Congratulations on your massively successful business. Welcome to Works For Us, guys. We really appreciate you coming here. I, I will start out by saying, obviously for Roger and I, it's always really cool to um, talk to people that we either know a little bit, know a lot, some we've known like our whole life, some we've known our, you know, a few years and some we just know through other people. And we've had the good fortune of meeting you guys through our mutual friends. And, um, and we already love you. Should we give a shout out to Rad? We should give a shout out to Rad because I <laughs> really well, we know love he's Rad. never going to listen to this. So that's not true. Rad's a little bit of like a fangirl, you know. Re- oh, I like the way you use fan girl in fan the description girl. of Rad. I don't, I don't ever hear fan boy. I mean, you say fan girl, right? Yeah. No. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. Move anyway, on. we love Woo! Rad, and we love Rad for introducing us. Oh my God, I said that. Ew, that was like a dad joke. Anyway, but we do like to start at the very, very beginning, um, just because, you know, for Raj and I, it's always really cool to meet other couples that obviously work together, parent together, husband and wife together, CEO together, all of the things, because I think that's the thing we get asked the most, which is actually why we started Works For Us, because it was literally like, how on earth do you not kill each other? Do you not hate each other? How does that work? How is that even possible? So for me personally, I don't want to speak for Roger, but it's very cool to always meet another couple that is doing the same thing. So welcome. And, We're very welcome. excited to and have for you guys. listeners who don't know, they- You want to tell them why they're here? They started this insane bra company called Third Love that is like all based on form fitting and the finding the perfect bra. Is it weird to hear you talk about that? Oh, I asked Dave the same thing. Like, how does it feel like just I think for like him it's like fittings, talking about chewing gum. Yeah, but like your fittings are, are <laughs> literally like women in lingerie. I think the bigger question that Dave might have for you is growing up as the husband of a stylist doing fittings in our homes all day, every day in our studios, in our apartments, Roger, in our, you know. Roger, we're cut from the same cloth. That we really exactly, are. Exactly. Exactly. And and I think and I think it comes back to just to ground us all here. I think it comes back for this mutual respect that Roger and I both have for strong women. Yes. And I think that is what makes a relationship like this work. I agree. Is you have to like, like, I think it's awesome that my wife is badass and runs this awesome company. And like, I think that's really cool. There's a lot of men out there that don't think that's cool. And they want a different style of relationship or wife. And I think Roger and I really are cut from the same cloth because we love that about our wives. We want that. I agree. I think it's important for our listeners to understand, like, how did you meet and how did it become like Heidi and Dave? And how did how did it go from like you guys being together to then being like, hey, let's start like an insane brand that's going to change the way. I think what you're asking is let's hear the origin story. Well, we were in, in grad school at business school. We were at the time both dating other people. Well, we didn't know each other. We met at a karaoke bar. And then, as luck would have it, you know, coming back to school the next semester, I was really late to a class. I ended up in the front row in front of a professor, worst seat as you can possibly have. 
and I was late and I'm sitting there being like, fuck, I'm going to be stuck in the seat the whole semester because that's where I get to sit. And then maybe a minute later, the door slams and somebody's later than I am. And I glance up and it's Dave and there's one empty seat in the whole room of a hundred and it's right next to me in the front row. So that was his opportunity to ask me on a date to go skiing. And he's like, oh, we should all get together. Let's go skiing. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. Like, I love to ski. So the day before we're going skiing, he like texts me and he's like, oh yeah, like nobody else could come. And I'm like, nobody else could. I this, thought this is was like the same story. story. Wow. No way. The missing people Stop from it. the date every single episode. And no, it really is, you guys. This is the common thread. The common thread. Wait, let them finish. Keep let going. them finish. Keep going. So yeah, so basically, I obviously was interested enough that I'm like, okay, fine. So we ended up going on a date, a ski date to Mount Snow. That was our first date. Um, and it all worked itself out. And basically, that was kind of the beginning of the beginning or the beginning of the end. <laughs> But yeah, that's how it works. So the truth is, is that the common thread that we have that we have seen is that there was a date that was almost like not necessarily a happy accident, but there were circumstances that were like people didn't show up. You know, it was like it was basically a happy accident, you know, in a lot of cases. And then we also hear it's sort of like the date that doesn't end. It's like you can't stop talking. You can't stop being together. You can't like, you know, like. Like you get home from the ski area at like and you're five like, o'clock have or dinner? six o'clock. And you're like, well, are we going to have dinner now? It did turn. It's basically, that's how that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's it like, went, oh, well, yeah. that's nice. How about some call? You know, you just kind of like, it's not necessarily physical. It's like getting to know each other. You get really excited by that. And it just kind of wanted to keep going. And that is the theme we've seen for people who are, you know, still in together. Successful relationships. In successful relationships. Which means you guys still. You have a chance. <laughs> you check a box. You check a very important box. So go on. So then you started dating, I guess. At that point, did you break up from your significant others? Clearly. Yeah, we we broke up. I was living with him. I moved out. He broke up with his girlfriend. Um and all this kind of happened at the same time we started dating and then yeah, we were had living our best lives, traveling, doing all the things without children, to, like live your yeah. best life, move all over the place. No dog. And triathlons and we moved to New York City and we, Did you say you know, travel and triathlons? She did. We did an Ironman together. Of course you did. Of course you did. Of course you did. We did a lot of crazy shit together. Dave, you did that too? I actually was the one that got Heidi into it. I, I've done more triathlons than she has. Okay, because really? I was pregnant a bunch over the past like eight years of my life. But besides that, <laughs> Come on, you so done he it. does did more. Uh, I did a marathon when I was six months pregnant. So she did. Oh my God. I'm sitting here stunned in <laughs> silence just because I heard the word triathlon triathlon and fun or something. Because Raj and I are like, oh my God. Same word. Like, wait. We have no kids. Let's train. Like I'm like, Rach, we got no kids. Let's, let's drink. Let's go to St. Bart's. Let's go to let's South drink. This is amazing. Like, we were what? like, we were like, I'm you just, said travel and triathlons. I'm just sitting here and stuff. Raj and I, you guys, for 18 years basically worked and like danced on tables and traveled to like ridiculous places without any responsibility other than to ourselves. But okay, so you have three kids. Ages two, two kids. Okay, two. so I try. I tried to convince Heidi to have a third. Also true. Also true. Yeah, we have a daughter who's eight and a little guy who's five in kindergarten. Oh, so cute. So five and eight, such great ages. I love five and oh, eight. So. But I have a question. So, okay, so you met in business school. You obviously went on to do like your own careers first, right? Yeah. So I was at Aeropostale in New York, so working for a big retail company. Dave was at Google. This is, you know, a long time ago. 2007. And then we got engaged and married in 2009. And then we, Dave had a job opportunity to work at Savoy Capital out in, on the West Coast. And so we were young, like newlyweds, and we're like, yeah, we're just going to pick up and move for a few years. We'll probably move back to New York. We love New York, but we like doing triathlons and all this stuff outside. And we're like, San Fran sounds like a great place. So we picked up and moved. And then kind of the rest is history. That was 2010. So, you know, then it was kids and the company and all the things. So we ended up you know, leaving our jobs out here and then, and then starting third love in 2012. Wow. Two years after you hit the ground. I think it's important that people understand like, what was the thing that you were like, 
I need to now leave everything, drop everything and start this because, because it's terrifying. And I think like being an entrepreneur, I think we can all agree. It's like the highs are the high, the low is the low. It's all terrifying, but incredibly rewarding. There's, there's all these different things, but I think it's important that our listeners hear what it was that was the impetus for third love, because I think it's important. I think at a macro level, there isn't sort of one thing. And this is like high level on just starting a company, right? I think you have an idea, the, the, the person you trust the most, hopefully for listeners and other people out there, the person you trust the most is your spouse, your significant other, the person you spend the most amount of time with. You spend a lot of time talking about it, dreaming about it, discussing it, debating it, being told by your spouse, hopefully, if you, if you have a good enough relationship, being told that's a bad idea, but, but which is good. That's healthy. It's oh a yeah. Bad idea. I tell, do it all the time. Tell me why. Let's break it down. It's a bad idea. Why is it a bad idea? What, how do we, how would we modify it? And then you just keep going and iterating on it. Just at a high, there's no deck there, there, you know, it's, it, I think everybody thinks that in the world that we live in, you know, our company of our size or whatever, that it is so formalized and it's just not. Um, and it's not for whether you're a spouse working together or just co-founders, you're, you're two people that work together currently at a big company. You have this idea on the side, you get coffee and drinks together and you keep just debating ideas. And just eventually, I think the healthiest relationships from a co-founding perspective, and I'm, I'm an angel investor in, in two dozen companies, always end up being something that's very organic. Right. 100%. It, it isn't like, hey, uh, so-and-so friend or spouse, let's start a company together. It just kind of happens. And, and I think in our case, we were debating this idea for so long and iterating on it that we eventually just kind of had a company. Like, and, and, and that's not in the formalized sense. It wasn't like we were, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, we had set up an LLC or an S corp or C corp or whatever. Like it was just like, we already had this thing cooking and we were, I was, I was outreaching to people on LinkedIn. Heidi was trying to find to, to join us uh, in this crazy idea. And then Heidi was sort of trying to find manufacturing partners and like looking into what that would be like and how we get started and get this thing off the ground. And but I want to clear up Dave for our listeners had the idea of what, like, what yeah. you, like you were, you were iterating, but like there was a particular thing that kicked Heidi from, from my conversation with Heidi and just from reading about the story of third love is that you had a mission behind building third love and, and what it would mean to women around the world. Yeah. So I think at the time we were both looking to leave our jobs um, because we weren't, neither of us were wanted, he didn't want to be, you know, investing for the rest of his life. And I was at Google and I didn't want to be there forever. And so we had a real reason to be thinking about ideas. I had shopped at Victoria's Secret for my whole basically life. And I went to a VS store down in Mountain View and I was working at Google and I literally had a reaction to that shopping experience where I was like, why am I in the store? Like the pink, the velour, the, the 16 year old with the measuring tape around her neck, all the things. Right. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I walked out and I was like, this is ridiculous that I drove to the mall. I'm here, all these things. And I'm like, why can't I buy a bra online? Why isn't there a brand that what I say speaks to the modern woman? Why aren't there more sizes than just these like, standard sizes in a store? So I was like, obviously someone's figured this out. And when I went home and I started doing research, there was nothing. There were no online bra brands at the time. Let's be clear. So this is 2012. D2C wasn't a term. You know, this world didn't exist that we live in today. And I turned to Dave and I was like, I think I have the idea. And now I'm not expecting him to do it with me. I'm just like having my idea on the side. And I'm like a bra brand, an online bra brand. And he's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? You're like, you don't even like, like bras. You're not into bra, like all the things. I started telling him, you know, all these things. And he started doing research. And then he eventually came around to the US. Well, and, and, and actually, interestingly, we were hiking to Everest base camp. Like Mount so we did, Everest? Yes. Like we went mountain? to Nepal on the Nepal side, not the, the Chinese hey, side. This we were is hiking just like us. the base camp of Everest. Total this cash. is, by the way, you guys, we were totally doing the same thing, right? Yeah, we're, totally like, we're like kindred, kindred souls. You know, we went to Earth Cafe once. I think. <laughs> we walked there. I walked up our uh, street oh, the yeah, other you day. Did walk with on. Goldie. I was so tired. Well, the first thing we'd have to do is, is buy Rachel a pair of sneakers because she doesn't own a pair of sneakers. Okay, let, let, I don't even so, think you hike in sneakers. I think you have to wear like the boot things. Boot things? Yeah, we need boot, boot things. things first. So, <laughs> it's too so funny. So, we were, so when you're on 
like a long, this is like a 10 day expedition hike thing, you know, um, you have a lot, you just have a lot of free time to talk about stuff. And we were debating different ideas and concepts and different things that we would start. And the initial sort of seed of this idea came from there. And I, I of course can't relate to the market in the same way that a woman can, but at the same time, what excites me is building things that have an impact on a very large percentage of the world, right? And so the example I always use that 100% of the world drinks water, right? And 50% of the world wears some shape or form of a bra and of underwear, right? And so this is a, a challenge and certainly a problem given the retail environment that, that this market mostly was in, very small single-digit percentages then were bought online. Um, when we were starting this company. And so it seemed like the world was moving in this direction that we needed to be on and that the incumbent players were outdated, antiquated in their sizing, antiquated in their how messaging. they speak to women. Yeah. Yes. Jinx. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Jinx. Speak, speak to women. And I thought that there was, it, it seemed clear to me, again, being on the outside, um, looking at it very objectively, that there was three things that, we could do, and again, we were, it was crazy because at the time, the largest player in the market had incredible market cap and was doing very, very well. Nobody could foresee what would happen to them over time. But there were three things that I thought we could do differently. One is build really, really high quality product that actually fits women um, using the best materials, um, not focusing on gross margin and bottom line initially. Um, which we knew we could get to over time with scale. Uh, op, you know, manufacturing in this industry is very complicated. So it was that. Um, so building great product with a lot more sizes. So the the typical store in this country has about, or brand has about 30 sizes. We generally have about double that. Um, so we can serve a much wider, more diverse range of women. Two was building um, a way to buy this online. So that could allow women to comfortably and securely not have to go into a store. Um, which is an awkward experience for all women and it's just not fun. And we saw the, you know, we didn't see all the writing on the wall. We didn't certainly didn't see a pandemic, but um, it was obvious that the world and where the, the puck was moving towards was an online world um, for every category out there in some shape or form. Retail is never going to go away, but it's changing and, and evolving and, and online is going to be a huge um, part of the mix. And then lastly, it was, um, building uh, a authentic brand that actually was started by a woman that came from women, women and like empowered strong women, not angels, not supermodels and women that were extremely diverse, right? By, by not only ethnicity, but also body type and size, et cetera. One of the most effective ways to look instantly chic is to have gorgeous eyewear that complements your face. Glasses and sunglasses are kind of like fragrances in the way that they either work or don't work, depending on the individual. But that's why I absolutely love Warby Parker. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a very lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Their easy and fun online quiz and home try-on kit allow you to order five pairs of glasses to try on for free for five full days with no obligation to buy. It doesn't feel real, but it actually is. I've done it myself and it's amazing. I took the quiz to help me find a new pair of sunglasses. And after mentioning my face shape and preferences, I was shown a curated selection of glasses that were just right for me. I absolutely fell in love with the Aubrey frames in marzipan tortoise shell. And I'm so excited to pair them with all of my fall daytime looks. They have a glamorous square shape that's slightly oversized, which is definitely how I prefer my sunglasses. And if you have FSA or HSA dollars, don't let them go to waste. You can put them to excellent use on gorgeous Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and 
contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. I mean, how easy is that? The work is done for you. It honestly could not be easier. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash zoe. That's warbyparker.com slash zoe. Balancing a busy schedule and prioritizing nutritious eating for my family is a daily struggle for me. But since I've been using HelloFresh, making nutritious, delicious meals that are Skylar and Caius approved is easier than ever. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and delicious seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I'm telling you, now that falls upon us, HelloFresh has the most delicious fall-inspired recipes that you simply have to try. Count on seasonal recipes like pumpkin cinnamon rolls and Friendsgiving-ready sides, as well as fresh, high-quality ingredients that travel from the farm to your front door in less than a week. I love their seasonal ingredients and have been loving the fall recipes so, so much. The boys are so excited for Halloween and Thanksgiving, and it's been so great to get in the spirit by having delicious fall dishes every single night from HelloFresh. And if you have dietary restrictions that you need to adhere to, HelloFresh has you covered. They offer 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. And I have very picky eaters. And having lots of choices is what really makes HelloFresh so fun. They have all these delicious creative meal ideas that I honestly would never have thought of on my own. And if you've heard me mention my love of Green Chef before, it's because I love both Green Chef and HelloFresh. But Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands, and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Zoe and use code 14Zoe for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 14Zoe using promo code 14Zoe. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Yep. No, it's, it's so true. And you're a hundred percent, well, obviously spot on. And I can just say it with my experience as a stylist, I can tell you firsthand that 90% of women that I worked with had the wrong undergarments, bras, underwear. You, I mean, literally everything. It was just wrong on all accounts. And it was crazy. And I used to be like, I don't understand why nobody is getting this right. This seems so obvious. Like it, it not obvious, but the need for it was so obvious. Right. And, um, so when I learned about third love and started really digging in deeply to third love and like Heidi, I'm not this huge, like bra consumer, so to speak. Um, it, it, it is a whole thing. And I, it's, it's a whole world that, that is not discussed enough. And that once you like open it, it's, it's the craziest. It's like Pandora's box of disaster. And I think that third love has been such an incredible solution in so many ways. And the product is so good. And I say that from experience. I say that because everyone I talk to has actually heard of it, which is a huge thing. My, and, and, and by the way, what I feel like is so interesting is, um, like my niece who's 21 was like, when I told her, when I got my first third love product, she was like, wait, is that third love? I'm obsessed with third love. And it was this whole thing. And I was like, really tell me more. And I started like interviewing her and like everyone, all her friends, they love it. So I, I think for me, it's all about product, right? Like I love a brand and, and I love knowing there's a female behind it. I love the message. And Heidi, when we first spoke, we, we talked about how our messages behind our brands were so aligned and that was an immediate connection. But then when I actually started like wearing the product, digging into the product, using the product, talking about the product, I was like, wow, this is 
it's, it's really, really good. The quality is really, really good. And it does hit something that doesn't exist. And, um, and I love Dave that you are behind Heidi. I say behind next to Next to behind, sometimes behind, sometimes next to. No, it's it's like he's the man behind the woman behind the man, like I am. <laughs> so, so you got I I really actually I love that this all happened at Mount Everest. Actually, we can't share that same story, so we are different in that sense. You guys, I really envy you. I'm just <laughs> saying, but you guys, I have a question. What's been like the highlight of working together, and like quite honestly, the the low. Like the yeah, low the light of like, like, what's a high and the low? Or if you even could say, if there together, is one. Well, I think two things, working together and then also of the business itself. Well, I think that the, the I'll start, start with the highlight, Heidi. I think that the highlight is seeing her evolve as a professional and sort of come into her own in so many different ways that you would never have if you were still in a large company. Um, and I, and I, would, I say that like, that's not just me saying that, oh, because we've, had this, you know, semi-successful company. We've got a long way to go before we can, you know, claim I, success. Can I but, correct that? It's very successful. Your company is very no, 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 successful. No, but you're like it's me. day one. It's it, like we're it's really like typical, the story has typical been CEOs. Story hasn't been written. I, I, and actually, I would say, as a side note, before I forget, like one of the, the one of the low lights generally is that when you're running a company, it's never good enough. It's true, right? So like, there's so many. Like, it looks like it's the success. Like so many of these of companies do. But my God, there's like everything's falling apart. Yeah, you know? yeah I mean, that's what we were saying today. And, and it's like, why can't we never get the see... simplest things done? Like this has to get done. Oh my God. We're yeah. just having so, this like, conversation. So it's always nice. You know, the funny thing, Rachel, that you, what you said is that like, oh, it's so successful and blah. And it's like, literally, we've come to this place now where like that goes in one ear and out the other. By the way, same, same, because every day we're, we're asked, oh my God, you've built this and this and this and you have 18 this and, and success and what does it look like? And I'm like, I don't even know. Like, it's not, you don't really think about that on a daily. It's sort of like, I think as entrepreneurs, and I think Dave, that's a really, really good point for our listeners, because it's something we get asked a lot, like as entrepreneurs, like, oh my God, but you get to work for yourself. It's like, yes. And that means you work 10,000 times harder. You never shut down. You're talking about it in your sleep. You're thinking about it before you go to sleep. When you wake up, it, it puts you to sleep and wakes you up. You're talking about it at every meal. You have to actually try really hard to not think about it and not talk about it. And I think that to your point, there is a measure of success that varies from person to person, right? But as I sit here as as an entrepreneur, I can tell you that third love is a success, right? It is. I'm telling you, whether you measure it or how you measure it, it may have not even scratched the surface of what it's going to be. But I can tell you on the outside, it's already a success. And because I can tell you how many people know and love the brand and brand awareness is actually one of the hardest parts of building a brand. And so I can tell you that there are successes from the inside that's up to you. And like what it becomes, that's up to you. But I think ultimately I can tell you that it already is a success. On my some level. my business partner and I used to, he used to, he used to say this all the time outside looking in. Right. And outside looking in means, <laughs> well, they know people are, people are only seeing what you're putting out there and what you're presenting. The inside is your own business. Do you know what I mean? But it's outside looking in. So always make sure that the, that viewpoint is perfect and then get your act together inside. Anyway, it was like a whole, you know, but he's always says an no, outside I mean, looking in. I think it's the typical analogy of, you know, the duck that looks calm on the top of the water and underneath is like paddling like crazy, like frenetic. And that's really like what we do every day. So there's, you know, how you appear to your company and then there's how you sometimes feel. And that's just, that's called being, being a founder. But I think for me, like the moment where it was like, we're, we're real, like third love is on the map was when we put the open letter out to Victoria's Secret. Um, and when we said, you know, we have an alternate view of the world, when there was a back and forth in an article in Vogue that was like, we're nobody's we're nobody's third love, we're women's first love. It's like, wow, oh, the big guy is talking about us. Yeah. And that means that means that, you're that in the we're conversation. on the map now. Exactly my yeah. point. Uh, what does third love mean? There's got to be a story. Yeah, it was creating a third love, a third option for women. So if you think about the bra market, there's always been this idea that 
you could have a comfortable bra, but it wasn't pretty, or you right. could have a sexy, beautiful sure. bra, but the lace was itchy. And we're like, no, you can have both. Like every lace bra we have is beautiful and comfortable. It's this idea that it couldn't be both, we'll create it, or that you're a B cup or a C cup. No, we're going to create a B and a half. So this idea that we'll create a third love, a third option for women that's like outside of the traditional box of what existed um, in the market. And again, you know, in 2012, inclusivity wasn't a term that people used, right? It wasn't, it wasn't the norm. I mean, I just thought it was named for the men that it's their third yes, love. That's exactly and what third love I, was named I'm for. I'm glad you clarified Talking to Heidi and Dave I'm right now, you can you clarify clearly say it for me and everyone else that might've been wrong. I'm glad I did too. So we know the low lights, Dave, I think we, we know the low lights is how flipping hard it is. But like being in business together, the challenge is, I mean, I have a feeling I know what it is, but I I think what's the low light of working together if there is one? I think the hardest thing is when it's bad, it impacts your personal life. I'm sure you guys have experienced this yourself, right? Because you bring it home and you obsess about it and you talk about it and it it creeps into your personal life. And it's very, very, yeah. And so it's like the highs are great because you're experiencing them together. I always say that the highs are high, the lows are low, and the lows are extra low when it's your house and it's your family and it's everything you talk also about. Also when it's your well, dual income, right? Because that, I mean, <laughs> yes. Rach and I, I mean, for many years, like it, 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 I always say that there's no one else past us. I mean, that's it. Like we got to make the payroll. Like it's us. So the fears are shared together and the highs are the highest. And and that's kind of the beautiful thing. I think so. But, but here's what I have to say to that. If you weren't working together, okay, the difference is dual income. Okay. That's, that's the only differentiator. But ultimately I know with us, we're one in the same person. So like, even when we had separate jobs, if I was going through something or he was going through something, I was down with him right? Because he would bring it home. I would bring it home. So no matter what, you're going through it together on an emotional level, right? Obviously on a financial level, once you have kids and homes and this and that, it's more terrifying and a million employees. It's like a whole different layer. But I do think in the, in the simple emotional like viewpoint, I think it's the same because you're sharing it, you're doing it together, you're going through it together. But, but I would say like, Okay, so what's the best part? Because well, oh, I have a, add to no, that? I have a question, and it it's it's something I think about a lot, and it's something that you guys probably have thought about because it seems like you think a lot. So, if you weren't working together, you're obviously pretty career driven people. I would, I would imagine you're kind of type A. Just saying, like you would be working a lot, you would be working a lot. Do you ever think about what it would be like if like you didn't have this business together. Like for me, I feel like I'm so much closer to my wife because we're doing so much stuff we together. We don't live separate lives. And if I was like, oh, I got to go to this conference to do this alone and da, 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 and then I just come back for the week. I just, I feel like the relationship would be different. I don't, I don't know how to imagine it differently. But you ever think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that it starts off, and this is obvious, but it starts off with really liking your spouse. You know, so I say that like with the utmost respect because unfortunately there are a lot of people that, that don't aren't in the position that the four of us are in. And I, we're very, very lucky that we really, really like our spouse and respect our spouse and want to spend a lot of time with our spouse. So I totally agree. The conference um, mention is a good one because yeah, I, I, it's fun to do business trips together. Cause it's like, you know, just it's roll like day together. Night. Yeah. Just roll yeah. together. And so it's, I think that, I, yeah, we like spending time together. I think we really appreciate each other and we have a shared interest in sort of business and building things. And so we have a lot of stuff to talk about outside of just the normal kid stuff. And, and like, that's a good thing and a bad thing because then we end up talking about stuff all the time. Um, the thing that I would add earlier is people often ask us, you know, do you guys have rules at home? Um, I'm sure you get this all the time. You know, oh, do you have to shut it off after six or whatever? And, the, you know, my answer is if you're creating rules, you're probably going to fail. Um, because if you had a normal co-founder in a high growth scenario, um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't shut it off. You'd be talking to him or her at seven, eight, nine, ten, midnight all the time. So yes, it's just more convenient. I don't have to pick up the phone or FaceTime or whatever with my co-founder because I can just lean over and she's right there. Um, but if I'm building a successful business, I would be doing that with a co-founder who might be across the country or across the city or whatever, 
because that is how we're going to build a big business together. And so there are no rules. Don't create rules because it won't lead to success. I, I agree with that. I, I, I do agree with that because I can't, sh- I can't shut it off. But, I just tell her not talking it, about but, it. But it's funny because it, Roger can turn it on and off, meaning there are times where we'll, we'll talk about it till midnight, one in the morning. Like Curator was literally born at two in the morning. That was like Roger's thing. Like he was literally standing there. I remember seeing almost like the silhouette of him. He's like, babe, okay hear me out. Like it was this whole, and I, I remember, remember like we were like in our last house and I remember looking at him like, what? It was so like, you know, <laughs> and then literally the next day we brought our team in, um, the Zoe report at the time. And like, we brought some of our team in and like shared the idea and they're like, da, 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 and started ideating what was then boxes style now curator, but, but it became a thing. And I think that for me, one of the highlights about about what we do and working together and it's stopping at us is you can create anything, any idea you have, you are in control of creating that idea. Well, I think that right? it becomes, I so think I don't I, like turning it off. He does. Cause sometimes at night he's like, literally my brain hurts I think, and I can't, I, I think can't. what it is, is I think ultimately, and, and Dave, you're probably the same way. It's like, ultimately, even though I'm sure Dave, they, people will say, Dave, you're not creative. You're a finance guy. You understand the margin, like whatever. And people say that about me. But the point is, is in that there, voice. No, but there's a big part of like business creativity. You know, like there's like a whole creative field of like business creativity. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, I don't draw pictures. No, but to but, be an entrepreneur, you're but I creative. I understand how like to, to create a product or yes. something that will yes. in, like people might enjoy or pay money for. So it's a it's a whole different. To be an entrepreneur, you, know you I mean? actually have to be creative on some level. There's different well, and, types. And Roger, of you and I are the same because I, I I think much more so than at least my wife. I'll speak for Heidi. I walk through the world and look at what's wrong. I look at lines. Like let's just like t- like TSA lines or whatever, and I'm like, why do I have to go in a circle like this and this? And I can just literally, and I I just pick up the, the thing, and I just go through because I want to help out everybody else behind me, and there's no line, so so people don't waste their More time. Yeah, to do that. Like, I look at the world, and I'm like, okay, if I need to get around the circle, right? It's a circle. Most people walk through life and go around the circle and follow the rules to get there. And I look at it and say, how do I go across I'm the circle? Very much like you. So in and, and and I know, and that's why we get along so well. And and Heidi, at least, is much more. She's much more sort of operational and organized, and looks at the world in a more rational way. Because obviously, you shouldn't always cut across the the circle. I and cut across. Dave, I, I fully See, cut across little, the circle. I'm a little both. That's a thing. I'm I'm very like. I'm I'm actually more like you, Dave. <laughs> the last two years have been full of change for everyone on the planet, but. As we all know, change can be incredibly difficult to deal with. Even small changes can really throw me off. I don't know about you. The boys going from homeschooling to a new school this year has been a really big adjustment. I already don't get enough sleep, so waking up at the crack of dawn to get them ready and out the door has been a real struggle. But whatever you're going through, talking to a professional who can help you manage your stress is essential. And if you're looking for a great online therapy option, I cannot recommend Talkspace enough. They'll pair you with a therapist who is right for your needs, who can help you process significant life changes and anything else that may be overwhelming you. Truly, there isn't an easier option than Talkspace. Talkspace works around your schedule at your convenience with live video sessions and unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist. Getting matched with a licensed professional therapist who will always keep your information secure and safe is no longer a chore thanks to Talkspace. You can set goals with your Talkspace therapist and develop techniques to cope in difficult times. And honestly, that's how therapy has always benefited me the most, by offering me tools so that I can manage what overwhelms me with greater ease. If you need a little support to help you through the end of the year or want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code ZOE. That's $100 off when you use code ZOE at Talkspace.com. I love Roger and my boys with all my heart, and I definitely don't want to lose sleep worrying about their safety all the time. Making sure your home is secure is so incredibly important, and that's why I'm such a huge fan of Simply Safe. 
Simply Safe is the incredible security system that U.S. News and World Report has named best home security system of 2021. And because they're always trying to make their already fantastic system even better, they just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. Who wouldn't want that? It has an ultra-wide 140-degree field of view and 1080p HD resolution with an 8 times zoom. That means you can keep watch over your entire yard and zoom in to clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. It has a built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. It's super simple to set up and usually takes just minutes. And it has an easy-to-remove rechargeable battery, so it doesn't need an outlet and can go anywhere on your property. This camera has it all, and it integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, and room are protected, and now your property will be too. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/zoe. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash Zoe. Okay, so you guys, I have a question. Where do you picture your life and third love? And where, like, do you ever think about where are we in five years? Where are we in 10 years? Where are we in 20 years? Or don't you plan like that? Because I don't. Do but I don't, some people do. I think do. it's really hard to do that because I do too. It's, it's like, you, you know, especially when you're running a business and have kids and have crazy things going on just in your personal life, everybody has a lot of stuff going on in their life. And so I feel like it's very hard for anybody these days to really be able to think about what's my five-year plan or where am I going to be? I also think it's a little bit unhealthy because it's impossible to predict where the world's going to be. And I don't think anybody in 2016 was putting together a five-year plan and thinking about how there's going to be a pandemic in 2021. And so 2020, 2021. So I, I think that it's a little bit unhealthy. We don't really do it. We probably should do it more as a couple or as a as business owners. I don't know. Um, I'm not a believer. Since I've been seeing question. a therapist though, because I'm new to therapy. It's awesome. He is new to therapy. So check this out. I believe I'm in not that. in therapy. Just I saying. believe in that. This but, is my therapy works for us. <laughs> no, but you know, when you're supposed to, you know, your golf shot, you're like, okay, I'm going to turn it there and it's going to land there. And I, hopefully it's like within that range. Right. I sort of sat down and said, like, what's making me happy? Like, what I do with work. What's not making me happy? What do I want to spend more time doing, less time doing? And I'm sort of trying to move over, we'll call it a three to five year plan. And it's kind of happening, like, in a weird way. Like, that's getting taken care of, moving on. Like, so, I don't know. I actually I, think I, something- I'm not saying I know what I'm going to do in 20 years, but at least... Like there's a oh I don't know I'm marching somewhere. You're more least. of a planner. You're well, a planner. I'm not really. That's what I was gonna say. He's not, no. but I think he's yeah. trying to. He's trying to gain clarity. What I realize is that un, you know lack of clarity is actually the biggest stressor. It's like, am I gonna go to jail? Like that's the biggest stress. Like once you're going to jail, you're like, well, I'm going to fucking jail. How am I dealing with? Do you do right? worry about that, Roger? No, I've never <laughs> knock on wood. I've never been arrested my whole life. By the way, all right now. No, but I'm, I'm being honest. For the record. No, that's the thing. I'm actually... <laughs> no, he's like the most honest. That He couldn't tell like You guys, he's the guy that like, if someone calls and you don't want to talk to them, he won't even do the white lie. He'll actually pick up the phone. He's the guy that picks up the phone for the solicitor and talks to them for 10 minutes because he feels bad. Babe, they're doing their job. They're just doing their job. No reason I'm to like, be rude. Well, I just feel Sometimes like it's a bad Sometimes if they timing. have a good pitch, I'm like, Wow. That's a good one. I, you know, I've I commend that. that. Roger. He's, he's, yeah. he's incredibly hard, honest yeah. and it's good. It's a hard job. He's not the most patient, but at the, but he is, he is as good as it gets in terms yes. of, of actual like moral code and compass. But all right. So I think it's time to get to the uh, game show portion of our uh, program. And well, no, it's just like the, well, we won't. It's, say, it's just three quick questions. A little bit newlywed style, but I kind of already know. I have a couple of good ones. I actually want to, these are the good can ones. Can I just I ask my favorite? You can ask your favorite and then I'm going to ask a couple too. All right, Heidi, what's Dave getting arrested for if he's getting arrested? Oh my God. What are you getting arrested for? Not breaking some rule. 
for example, we got our car locked in our built new building because we didn't know the garage shut down at 7 p.m. last night. We walked out at 7.30 from building. this new office building. And I'm like, holy shit, our car is stuck down here and we can't get it out. So he goes over and is trying to like roll up the door to drive our car out. And I'm like, stop, the police are going to come. See, so me and Dave. Like Dave, I actually, I see you. I see you. I do. I'm you. You're me. Dave, what's Heidi getting arrested for? Yeah, you have Ooh, to answer really for her. Hard one. Like nothing. Really, Heidi really seems like a real not. role follower. Wow. No, she she is. She's perfect, um, huh? I'm not getting arrested. She is nothing? getting arrested for leaving. For are you a terrible probably, driver? She has left the keys in our car before, and the car has been stolen once as a result of that. So. She is not, that's a story that has not been told to almost anybody, but here we go. So long story um, short is she'll be arrested for child endangerment because she'll leave the car running and the kids will start yes. driving around the neighborhood. Um, Dave, not to sidetrack or anything, but you obviously get Jeremy Piven, right? No, Rachel, stop with the question. That was my next question. Oh, sorry. Thank because, you. Such Jeremy Piven Because, vibes. well, let's see if that's, let's see if that's what Heidi agrees Oops. with. So Heidi... Who would um, play Mr. Specter in his role, his big debut movie? I already know. Who would play him? Because, you know, our listeners don't see you. So they want to get an image. Like, who's the actor? I already answered that. It's Jeremy Piven. Rachel. <laughs> Sorry. Is that what Heidi thinks? I, I literally wouldn't know. I would have to go. I mean, that's a hard one because I'm thinking, like, looks and the person, like, the, the, the ability to be the personality. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's a good one. What do you think? For you? I don't know. Who's that actress that you always get compared to? Young, I don't know. Young Meg Ryan? Maybe. Okay, last question, you guys. Last question, last question. Okay, last question. No, I want to ask the other one. Oh, oh no. What is Dave's most repeated sentence or phrase? I got it. I got, like, I, got I got it. it. Wow. I got it. Wow. A man of true, like, I got it, babe. Wow. I didn't know you were but so masculine. He says, yes. he says, I got it when he's playing pickleball. He says, I got it when he's fixing the internet. Amazing. Fixing wires going, I got it. I got it. I'm like, I like really? to fix things myself. Judging from the amazing it. internet speed today that we experienced at the beginning of our podcast, maybe you don't I would got say, it. Dave, maybe you don't got it. Okay. That is not my fault. All right, Dave, okay. what's Heidi's? Okay, what's what Heidi's, Heidi's most prevalent word be? Phrase. Phrase. Sorry. Get ready. She's always <laughs> pushing people because everybody's running late or late for school or not. And, and it's just like constantly, it's like, get ready, get, this, get ready, get that, yep. get out of bed. Heidi, I think bed. that's You're- a working mom thing. I do that starting at six. I literally at six and then at seven, to, you've been so good. I can't say it now, but in our old school, like they had to be there at eight 30 and they were late. Literally at one point, the tardies were so well, bad. Truth be told, and I literally a, no, said I didn't to know Roger, like I under- started truth be told. What? I was like, I just, for the first time, <laughs> semester at the new school. I, I just thought it was 845, not 830. So we wound up getting like 32 tardies in a row. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't realize I was And I late. had to tell the head of school, it's not my children. They're ready. Please talk to Roger about it. I, like I, I was misinformed. I felt so bad. Like <laughs> don't judge the kids. Like and Roger was like, oh it's 830? Like it was the most ridiculous thing, you guys. I, I can't. But anyway, the good news is our kids have to leave now at 730 and he's shockingly on time. And wow. actually has already gone to Starbucks and come back. I go to Starbucks, really? come yeah. back. Yeah, he actually goes at 645. Like 645. We're, we're up so freaking early. That's we're up amazing. at 545, 6 every yeah. day at this point. I'm up early. And the kids are too? They're the ones waking us up. I have two boys on top of my wow. entire being at 545. Yeah, why well, have an alarm when you have them? You guys, this was so much fun. I love talking to you guys. This was great. Let's continue it in person. If you ever come to LA no, they, again. Are you going to come down soon, no? We're opening up a third love office down in <laughs> LA. So you are you? We, we will have a location down there. All right, you guys. It was so good to talk to you. This was so much fun. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. If you liked what you heard so far, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. And please keep keep listening. listening. And check us out on our Instagram at at works.for.us. Also, tell us your story. 
stories, guys. We notice that all of you dedicated listeners have been sharing your own relationship stories in the comments of our Instagram, and we love it. They, they are, are great stories. Thank you for sharing them. And we want to give you all a chance to share your stories in a way that we can feature them possibly on our show. There's now a Works For Us phone line that you can call to leave us a message with your very own relationship stories. And we're planning to share our favorites on the podcast. You can also ask us for relationship advice. Although I can't stress enough that we are not experts but we will still take your questions and probably give you the wrong advice. And I kind of feel like we're experts at this point, kind of, just by default. So if you want to share your story or ask us a question, give us a call at 657-549-2251. That's 657-549-2251. You can also find all of our contact information on our Instagram at works.for.us. If the first thing you want to do when you get home is get out of your bra, maybe your bra isn't fitting the way it should. It should feel comfortable and supportive, not like it's a torture device. Comfortable quality undergarments should be the foundation of every ensemble you create. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you that I now have a partnership with the one and only Third Love. I've curated my top drawer must-haves with Third Love, and I promise you, whatever occasion you're dressing for, these hand-picked pieces by yours truly will have you covered no matter what. You have to visit thirdlove.com slash to see all my favorite essentials. Third Love is changing the game so that you never have to compromise between style and comfort again. They truly obsess over each and every stitch, so you never have to worry about how something feels, looks, or wears. One of my personal comfy favorites out of my Third Love curated picks collection is the Form Seamless V-neck Wireless Bra. It's so light and soft while having the absolute best functionality. The Seamless V-neck Wireless Bra is completely seamless with a four-way stretch and an invisible fit, which means your looks will always have clean lines with no undergarment interference. It's also so comfortable that pairing it with your chicest loungewear is an absolute must. And Third Love will help you find the perfect fit in a way you never thought possible. Not only do they have half sizes, which is, by the way, revolutionary, but they also offer a virtual fitting room quiz that focuses on your size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to deliver product recommendations that are perfect just for you. Feeling is believing. Upgrade your top drawer today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash zo. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash zo. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.